Good afternoon, America and around the world, and welcome to the John Banks Show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave. It's August uh, 16th, and a beautiful day here in Myrtle Beach, and we're in the studios. We're here to give you a glimpse into my brethren men and bring them out into the open from inside the cave. So we're here to do that, and the good thing is we're here to do that with my two co-hosts, my voices of reason, Gina Tremarco, host of the Martini Meeting on Hear Women Talk Thursdays from 2.30 to 3.30. Glad to have you, Gina. Hello. Happy Monday. We're glad to glad to also be joined by my other co-host, name going from co-host to special guest host now, my other co-host, Tiffany Nixon. How are you, Tiffany? I'm great. Hello, everyone. We're out here and in the booth. This whole thing comes to life because there's a gentleman putting it on. He's out of the cave. He's He's off the chain. <laughs> He's Dustin Gilder. How are things, sir? Very good. How's things on that side of the glass? Oh, they're, they're interesting, interesting, and, and hopefully we're going to make them more interesting. Uh, guys, you can give us a call. Our telephone number here is 646-652-2071. We want to have you a part of our discussions. We've got to... I always like to have spirited discussions. Had a lot of callers last week, which made a heck of a lot of fun and had some really good uh, to talk and debate. Um, you can also chat with us via our online chat at hearwomentalk.com and just click on the radio chat tab and you can either sign in or sign up. I just like to say that. Sign you in say it really or well. sign up. Uh, something very interesting. Uh, 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 the question has been answered. It's been hanging out there a couple of weeks. And i got to tell you, yeah, I've been really a little worried in case this thing was going to blow up. But today, right here, here in go. studio. Here we go. Gina and Tiffany were going to befriend <laughs> each other on Facebook, which I thought was a wonderful thing. And I don't know again, why we hadn't done it yet. I don't know. Either. Again, the debate was always, are they dating the same guy? <laughs> and in hours, things were questioning, things were questioning. We have now seen a picture of Tiffany's. Bo, and it is confirmed by Gina. That's not the same guy. It is not the same guy. I breathe easier. I've got to tell you. <laughs> it's been a little tense in here, and yeah. you can almost feel a little thing going here. I guess here, that's why you decided she's permanently a co-host. She is not. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could be what it was. That may have been a part of it. It makes us a little more comfortable. Anyway, uh, great, to, great to have you guys out there today and listening to us. We're going to have a lot of fun. You know, last week uh, we had a starting caller, a good friend of mine, um, Brandy, who uh, is struggling with the um, dating as she, she nears 40 and had a lot of talks about this, had a, a great day of discussion about this. And um, Brandy gives me a call at about 10 o'clock on Friday night, and she was excited to tell me something. And I said, Brandy, don't tell me tell me on the air Ooh. so we are blessed today to be joined again by brandy brandy how are you hey everybody hey, hey brandy. brandy Ooh, i can't wait to hear i know I'm, I'm on pins and needles mm. here brandy? Well, uh, oh oh that doesn't sound as good as it did it doesn't sound as good as it did on Friday night. i said john told me not to tell him i said but he might be making that mistake after he hears what i have to say well, let's that's okay. It'll, it'll help the ratings anyway. That's right. <laughs> oh, this one definitely will. Oh, goody, goody. <laughs> oh wow. Archive, archive. So, anyway, I I had some, you know, I listened to y'all's advice. I, I hired a shrink, you know, trying to help myself. Um, 
Like y'all told me to. Just kidding. I don't, I don't know if the shrink was involved in that. I don't remember the shrink part, but yeah. come on. <laughs> help yourself, Brandy. You need to go work out with men. Oh, that was my oh. suggestion. Ooh, is this going to be my fault? Uh-oh. Okay. No, actually, I did not do that. Okay. I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> then, and then I threw my mother under the bus and told y'all that she does that. Well, I just want to clear the record. My mother is happily married. She does not. Um, yeah, she may flirt with the men, but she she was so mad at me um, last week. I was going to say, did you get in trouble? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, don't get me in trouble with Nan now. She's a, she's a very good friend who I, I love dearly, so please don't throw me under the bus with Randy Taylor. She Randy. was just kidding. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to let everybody out there know that I told you I was attracted to jerks, and jerks were attracted to me. And that came in clear form on Friday when I took my daughter to the dermatologist, realized that I needed to stop at Walmart and get some coolant. So I went into Walmart, grab my coolant. I thought she said cool whip. I was like, wow. (laughs) You know, like coolant. You put it in your air conditioner. Okay, got it. So I opened my hood. I pulled the hood up, and I proceeded to open the coolant to pour it in myself. So I turn around, and this this gentleman approaches me from behind, and he says, hey, and I'm like thinking this whole entire time he's going to stop and help me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I turn around, and I'm like, hey, hello, how are you? And he goes, I just really wanted you to know that, and I couldn't stop without telling you that you have beautiful feet. <laughs> and I looked at him. <laughs> now, this was in and Walmart I, parking lot, am I right? Exactly. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so I thanked him for it. You know, he's still staring at me as I put in the coolant by myself. <laughs> and I turn around, and he's like, I just, he goes, I just really had to tell you, has anybody ever told you that before? And I'm like, well, yeah, they have, actually. <laughs> so I turned back around, and I, then, I, then he says, okay, this may seem very weird, but do you mind if I take a picture of them? <gasps> Ooh, I that is turned just around creepy. and said, no, thank you. I flapped my coolant thing shut, slammed the hood of my car, and jumped in. And I'm wow. like, young man, got to hear this. Well, that, you know, Brandy. So anyway, I attract jerks, people. <laughs> but Brandy, keep in mind, wow. we, we were talking about Walmart, so just Brandy, I remember a lot of suggestions last week, but while adding coolant at Walmart was not one it of them. Oh. You know, Hey, it, it, I could have sworn y'all told me to do that. But but let's let's back this up a second and, and let's let's make a positive from what may have seemed like a really whacked out weird negative. A gentleman said something unsolicited and gave you a compliment. You know, you take that kindly, you put it in your bag, it was it was kind and meant at heart, and, and you know you let it go from there. You know, Possibly he may have had some sort of rash he gets when he handles coolant that he didn't want to help with that. You know, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying. Maybe he's really a nice guy, and she should have gave him a chance. Oh, y'all are so nice. But, Brandy, you know, the thing is, not many people can say that they have beautiful feet. So if you have beautiful feet, you know, you've got it going on. There's a selling point right there. Yeah. Well, it's a, I'm going to have to send y'all a picture of them so you can post them on the website. Oh, would you take a picture of them we, we, will, we will post them on the website. Everybody, let you know the beautiful feet of Brandy are on their way to hear women talk. Oh, I'm just having really bad visions of that getting out on the Internet on 
numerous uh, websites. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna cl- hold it close to our own here because we love Brandy <laughs> and we don't uh, we don't want uh, you know a Brandy foot oh, fetish no, 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 to, to in, infect the world. <laughs> But, but men uh, with foot fetishes might not be bad guys. I mean, maybe that's the; those are the guys now she should go after if she's got that asset. If you well, have those beautiful feet, yeah, maybe. Well, this may be the asset that you've been hiding maybe in, in so. these shoes all these years. Like maybe, that. maybe there is something there. But I think I, you know, I think I'd take the compliment. I would. I'd keep that warm to heart. Uh, toss off the negative, and uh, I think it's a different experience, but not altogether <laughs> awful. Maybe he no, maybe, maybe he had a foot fetish website that he runs, and he wanted you to be I featured. You could be a you could be a foot model. Maybe yeah. he was a foot model person. That's what, yeah. that's what Jeff just said. You, you, you got to keep. You the got man to may have been an agent. <laughs> he may have been a foot model agent. Yeah, and he he may have needed a picture of your feet for <laughs> for what whatever. I, think I missed my chance. Well, you, you know, again, don't <laughs> we can't, can't keep Friday. those can't keep those blinders on. You know, we got to think outside the box, Brandy. Now imagine if you ease. went and bought Cool Whip rather than Cool Lint. Who knows? But what happened? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Cooling on, oh boy, oh! Especially the, the, at Walmart. The the woman, the women just outside the cave are, are shooting this show in many different directions. I wasn't expecting, but you so enjoy nonetheless. I, I, I'm sitting back. This is too good for me <laughs> to. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, Brandy. That's that's what I'm trying to say. But Brandy, again, I, I would take I take the nice compliment and, and enjoy that part of it and, and kind of let the other go. Uh, just, you know, just take it day by day. But um, uh, you will keep us up to date on the, this open-minded dating. You know, something that we talked about, and I know you've got some stuff to do, but I, you had talked to me and you and I discussed, you have a very close family, and a uh, family that does a lot of things together. And, uh, and one thing that I, I read a little bit and I really, really agree with, when you start a relationship with someone, I think you really, for both of your sake, and I think this works with family or a lot of friends, you got to kind of really get a good connection one-on-one so that you guys are comfortable to be out in a group situation to where the other one does not feel left out. Um, a lot of times. I time, agree with that. And, and, and that may mean, you know, a month of going out or weeks of going out where it's kind of you two finding your way before you get introduced in that group environment so that, you know, you're not feeling like the outsider in a group of his friends or he's not feeling like an outsider in a group of your family. So I think, um, I, I think I'd work that way. And I know, I know your family personally and, and how good they are. But in a way, at times, if you're just developing that relationship, it may be a little overwhelming. And um, okay. so that, that might be a thought. Uh, ladies, anything on that? I agree. Yeah. Got it. So yeah. I would, I, 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 you know, let's let's develop that relationship interpersonally with you two first, uh, and uh, that takes a lot of pressure off both of you, and especially the oh, yeah. the one who may be the outsider. So, um, Brandy, we love you, thank you, and you, right. you you will keep us informed as this odyssey of Brandy dating at forty continues. Let us know what happens yes, next Friday at Walmart, okay? Yeah. All right, y'all have a great day. Emphasize, emphasize those feet, Brandy. Emphasize okay. those feet. That's your highlight feature. Go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brandy. Thanks. Bye. Um I I really agree. I really reading that this week I really hit home is that, you know, often um uh two guys get to know each other or, or you know they're they've gone out a couple of times um, and I'm going to discuss in a little bit some of the ways of going out that, that are preferred nowadays. And uh, then, you know, all of a sudden you're introduced to a group of the other's friends. 
and you know all of a sudden you feel very alienated because you really don't know anyone and so I would say as you're developing a relationship work that that one-on-one thing as long as you can um, and and to till you both feel comfortable that you know and and two when you're in a group of your friends you've got to be extra cognizant to make sure that that you're kind of hanging with this guy um, so that so they're uncomfortable in that situation and how long how long do you think they should work more one-on-one before the family and friends enter the picture you know I, I I'm sure there's not a set time but I you know a couple of weeks you know I, I, I realize you're gonna be around friends here and there and stuff but for a really great I, a couple of weeks maybe even a month you know to, to your really comfort level and talk about it. sure sure I would say a month, no more than a month, because I think you can learn a lot about that person when you meet their friends G- and family. Gina always gets ahead of me. It's no something I'm going to hit. <laughs> anyway, we're about to take a break. Uh, Dustin is going to carry us out. Uh, you're listening to the John Banks <laughs> Show on uh, the Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave from the Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Guys, it was good to get Brandy in in the segment, and, and uh, we got talking about some stuff here um, in in tune. And I said, guys, stop! This is the stuff we want to talk to about stop. on the Try radio. To stop us from talking. And uh, <laughs> we we were talking about um, being around friends and being around family, and you know, when when has somebody dated long enough to do that? And I think for everybody, I think that would be different i guess my main point with that is you know kind of starting at ground zero for both you know um really you know because it makes kind of both of you kind of work to figure figure it out you know Mm -hmm. is this something and um create a you know create a reasonable bond to where you'd be comfortable um and and uh tiffany i think you actually said it first is i want to know early about his friends because i'll read a lot into that you know, read a lot into those people. And Gina, you made the remark that um, for the first number of years, you guys weren't. Right, because we were in a long-distance relationship. And when you get that weekend together, the last thing you want to do is hang out with friends and family because you got like 48 hours together, and that's all you care about. Mm-hmm. The the I think you can learn a lot about friends and, and all that, and, and especially how people interact with them. But I think you need to be comfortable as to where, you know, you guys are. And, and that, again, that comfort level may be much different for many different types of people. Um, and I, I understand that. Something interesting I read um, in one of my favorite publications, Men's Health, this week, is that um, they talked about dating and they talked about what types of dating. And believe it or not, over 80% of the women and men said that traditional dating going out to dinner going is the best way to have first dates and and not just going to hang out you know something that you you guys are one-on-one and uh, i thought that's kind of interesting because it kind of went in a way i guess from an old mary guy something I, I didn't really believe is is that so what you guys did on your first date three years ago well it our first date wasn't really planned, so um, we just, <laughs> it just sort of happened that happened way. Happened that it's, way. That's, a, that's a, another topic oh, yeah. for another show. I, I had the same kind of first date. Uh, uh, we have heard about your first date and coffee the next morning. So that, uh, 
<laughs> mine, mine did not last into the next day, but um, yeah, I guess it depends if it, you call that the first date. Yeah, right. right. When right. you meet someone, it's right. not necessary. But Ted and I, being long distance, we didn't see each other again for four months to have a wow. first date or wow. second date, whatever you want to call it. But I, I, you know, I kind of thought that was a little interesting. I really did. I thought maybe in today's day that that might, you know, our might first actually now, now that I think about it, our first date was. I invited him over to my place and I cooked. Wow! Wow! And I, I made lasagna and I used ground turkey in the lasagna. And to this day, I know he hates ground turkey, but he ate that stuff up. <laughs> Did he know it was ground turkey though? Yeah. He said he knew. He yeah. said he knew. Now that's. But see, now he would never eat that. So see, I know how much, how nice he was being that mm. night. Well, I, I, I commend awesome. you for cooking. For th- that soon into the relationship. I well, see, I think that. that's one of my assets, so I wanted to impress him. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I, I'm all for hook him with a meal. It worked. Well, there you go. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I've also done that with with other guys I've dated, and it's it has scared some of them off because they're like, "Oh God, she's looking for a husband. I'm out of here." Seriously? I, Even if you just cook them dinner? Yeah, I think so. for some men, I think it feels very domestic. I too think, quickly. I think you're right, Gina. I think it would. Like, oh, look, she's nesting. We just yeah. I, I think that. I think that really? would. I, I think I, I can see that. I can absolutely see that. I think uh, if you go out and you go to a restaurant or something, you're kind of on uh, equal turf. Right. Yeah. You know, no, right. Nobody's home turf there. So um, I could see where that could be seen that way. And uh, obviously, whatever the first um, encounter per se was, obviously there there must have been a feel of comfort there. That uh, that you were comfortable with that, and I also wanted to see if he would bring anything, because that that was, it was actually a little bit of a test, huh? And he did bring, and if he would leave when he wine. should leave, right? And he passed every <laughs> test with flying colors. Dustin, <laughs> as men, what do we feel about testing early in the relationship? Ouch. I feel the same pain, Dustin. <laughs> just so you said the T word. Did you see them grimace? I know. The old testing. You guys <laughs> test too. Everybody yeah. tests. You Our test. tests aren't nearly as strict. No, the, no. What are your no tests? Test, yes. Do tell. Do yeah, tell. let's hear no. about a man. Bringing test. a man out of his cave. Tell us the tests that men do. I think uh, I, I think that, uh, and, and again, guys, I have to be bluntly honest when I talk about dating. I have been with the same woman now for 27 years. So it's really been 27 years since I had a first date. Okay, so, um, and and we ate at a substation uh, for our first date. And, um, you know, it was successful. We, we, we went to a restaurant, mm-hmm. but we had lunch. So uh, very very non-threatening stuff, but it was really good and, and it's been very good. I've been very blessed to be with someone so long. But the, uh, you know, I don't know about testing. I think that, uh, I think you'd like to see somebody be real. You know, I, 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 we, we had the caller last week said that she liked the idea of thinking about somebody who is really good at being open in situations and to kind of make herself that way. And that really bothered me. And I, 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 and you, you kind of mm-hmm. corrected me and said, John, she's thinking this. I really, I, guys, I'm, I'm so, in, especially in dating and, and, and developing a relationship, be yourself. Because it's going to come out sooner mm-hmm. or later. And I'd hate for somebody to go, where's that girl I met back there? You I know. think men and women do that, though. 
I think both do it. I would tend to agree. But right. like cooking is something that I enjoy, and that is part of who I am. So, and by the way, I was showing ja- him. Jamie says that you're a good cook. Thank you, Jamie. Just I don't know if know. he's ever eaten at my house. And Jeff, Jeff says every moment is a test. Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, that's probably fairly true. Although I hope we get to a point that uh, testing isn't necessary once you get into a married relationship and and all that. You, hopefully, you know each other and you know how they're going to react to the test and not uh you know we try not to be judgmental and all that and it's uh it can be at times difficult for all i thought something interesting uh, again something i read um there are two different when you're dating there are two different uh classes of attitude um one attracts one repel when they see someone happy confident relaxed you're likely to be attracted to them um they are appealing and that are what they call high attitudes um the opposite is true um, when people are arrogant, gloomy, tense, and angry or dejected, no one wants to hang out with gloomy, irritated people because sooner or later it saps sure. all of your energy. They have a buy attitude. So I guess what we're saying by that is, you know, uh, leave whatever is at the office, is at, you know, bring a clean slate in the best you can, especially into that first date. And I thought it was kind of interesting. And that, uh, Jenny, you know that from business. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, I think that's that's so true. And the longer you get into a relationship, I'm seeing that as bring bring a clean slate every day. Wow. Like every that. day as your relationship goes on for 20, 30 years, if we could just bring a clean slate every day, we would make our relationships better. I really like that. I like that too. That's hard to do. I bet it's really hard to do. Yeah. It's 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 easy to do in the beginning because I think you're so conscious of making a really good impression that you you actually spend time going. I'm going to be my best person today. But if we were our best person every single day, our relationships that start to go bad would have a better chance of survival. That is profound. That is profound. Thank you. I like that. That's inc- do, do we get that on tape, Dustin? <laughs> it's in it's in the archives. <laughs> Ladies, the Gina Tremarco <laughs> words of wisdom That's are right. on the archives from here to eternity. <laughs> we love it. That's excellent. We, lo- we love it. That's very good. Very good. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. One thing that I, uh, we have tried in, in my wife and my relationship and uh, not always successful, although I think we've done really, really pretty good over the years, is don't go to, mat, don't go to bed angry. And, and and that comes back to those key two words that I say, that people say you're being negative, and I say, no, I'm being real. Those two, those two words are, I'm sorry. Mm. Because in 99% of the conflicts, there's uh, something on both sides there. And if, uh, if we can eat it up and just say, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry, and again, I'm big on being specific, for what I'm sorry for. I was just going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> he knew the look. Now. He yeah. knew the look. Well, I, I, <laughs> here, comes the, here comes the look in the position. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's bowing she's, up. She's, I'm at the microphone she, ready she, to. She, she, she's, her, she turned to me, <laughs> chin down. She's ready to fire on that one, and I saw it coming. I was able to relieve her thought of what she needed to say. <laughs> But I think uh, I think if you can if you can say I'm sorry and uh, say what I'm sorry for, so that you're both clear. Sometimes sometimes that gives the other person 
the it makes it easier for them to say, you know, I'm sorry too. Can I can I add to that? Absolutely. I think, and, and this is actually something um, we teach in customer service training that that our company does. When you say I'm sorry for something specific, it is letting the customer know, and you can apply this to a relationship. It's letting a customer know that you actually heard them, because when you repeat it that I'm sorry for whatever, I didn't take out the garbage, the other person's like, oh. So they really do, they really are sorry. But if you just say sorry to say sorry, sometimes it'd be like, you don't even know what you're apologizing for. Right. I mean, there are people who do that. Mm-hmm. All the time, and that's a key point. We're going to get back into that point when we come back. You're listening to The John Banks Show here on the Zeus Radio Network and hearwomentalk.com. We'll be right back. We're the, on The John Banks Show, bringing you man out of the cave on the Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. And we're back uh, discussing some good stuff. And Gina, we're talking about being very specific when we're saying, I'm sorry, the, the don't go to sleep mad thing. And I, I am a big proponent of that. You know, that mm. goes with my three things on marriage and all that. That's really, really a good thing. And um, I love the one of our new biggest terms will be we start every day with a clean slate, with an open slate and a positive slate. Always think the best and start from there. It makes things easier. You know, talking to Brandy and as she was turning uh, 40 and, and going this kind of dating adventure at that age, uh, I was uh, kind of shot with some statistics um, from the USA Today of almost 100, 127 million Americans age 40 and over, more, the, more than a third are unattached. Wow. So there's a lot of people out there, believe it or not. Um, they're either casualties of divorce. Um, Widowed or never married. Um, divorced, 13%. Widowed, 11%. And never married, 8%. So kind of interesting out there that there's uh, that was kind of how that breakdown. Some other stuff that, that was talked about just in some blogs I was reading about over 40 dating is they said, you know, what's great about over 40 dating is you don't have all that high school baby stuff, the whiny 20s crap, and the 30s baggage, mm. you know, before trying to move into a relationship. Let go of the past. Concentrate on the future, and that's the way to do it. What about forties baggage? You know, I, I think I think we're <laughs> well. I think we're saying let's just let go of the baggage. Okay. Period. Uh, one of the friends that we discussed a few weeks ago, my my friend Susan, I spoke to again this week, and uh, she's doing well. And and we were discussing it a little more. And and I was I was a little surprised because every time I talk with her, it seems like she puts up one more roadblock. Mm-hmm. To, to getting into a relationship, just one more. And, and I, I go back to, and uh, you know, guys, keep an open mind. What do you got to lose? Yeah, it was my thought process. I, yeah. I think peop- I think as, as we age, I, I think we like, ooh, I don't want to waste any time on that. Well, I, I'm just saying, I, no, I don't feel that point. way, but I think, I think there are people that are like, hey, oh, wow, seven-year relationship that just went nowhere. Great. That was seven years I'll never get back. Yeah. Now let's start again. Uh, a quote on one of these: "To flirt is divine. To find the wrong one is human." Mm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Kind of uh, hit the dating dating scene at that age. Uh, another one. Uh, again, these are just comments off a of blog. The biggest issue in your forties is to leave the cynical attitude behind and just enjoy dating again, and just be yourself. Uh, there are plenty of jerks out there, 
but there are also some wonderful people who are genuinely seeking a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was uh, very good words, and I, I keep you know the the open mind time. It, it uh, you know I think you really have to do that. It's keep an open mind when you're out there in in the dating world, and don't preconceive anything, because I think it, when you do that, you put some other roadblocks in there. A little part of this that even takes us a bit further. In your, it's called one of the uh, one of the ladies I was reading about called it the power shift. She said when you're in your twenties and thirties, the women have the power in the, in the dating world, and uh, she says because they, you know, that's that's. Did I miss something? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm reading. I'm reading. Uh, I don't remember lady. ever having the power. Me go on. Well, we're, go we're gonna, on. Yeah, she's actually somebody in an effort to bring on the show because I thought she had some interesting comments. But she says when men approach their thir- late thirties and they are realizing their own power for the first time, they are becoming more financially stable, more regularly handsome, and are walking with confidence <laughs> and wisdom resulting from age. And when the forty-year-old woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reading from someone More else. Rugged, rugged, ruggedly handsome. handsome. Well, you know. Rugged mean, in, rugged. in other words, I'm older and wrinklier. That That's rugged. M- men get better looking. Women really don't as well. We well, I mean, right. that's, that's, how many times is that said? <laughs> Do you ladies believe this? Men get older, look better looking with age. That, that's a woman's comment. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm throwing that out there. I, I think that's some, one woman's comment. Some look better with age. Some look terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get some other comments from some well, other women. You know, women. our callers need to answer that question. That's that's a really good question, and our, our callers and at six four six fabulously fifty plus women out there too. Two zero seven one, and I totally agree with you there. I, the question is, do men get better looking as they get older? That that is, uh, are they ruggedly? How it. old is this woman who wrote this? Well, I, you know, I, I, she, she didn't find that. We're going to effort her to find that out. So, um, but, but what she's saying, I guess, is men have developed, kind of gone through their confidence part where I think <laughs> women in their 20s are more confident than, than men are. Oh, I totally disagree. Totally disagree. Yeah. I think I'm far more confident now in my 40s. Every year I get more confident. Yeah. In my 20s, I think I was just kind of out there going, oh, what do I do? I don't know. And well, do you think that uh, men in their 20s are not in that same boat? I think I, men are actually more confident in their 20s. Yeah, they're like, I don't care. I just want to have fun. I'm just going to have sex. Look at me. I'm all that. Yeah. <laughs> what do I care? Well, that's true. That's I, th- true. I, think, I think men are far more confident in their 20s. And then as they age, maybe, you know, they're, they grow in their careers and then they find themselves alone. And it's like, oh, now what do I do? Well, that's very interesting because you two ladies believe exactly opposite than the uh, – we're going to contact this lady and try to get her on the show because I, I think she has some interesting ideas. And obviously my two hosts, co-hosts totally Ho-coasts? Co-coasts. They, they totally Okay. <laughs> Was that a Freudian slip? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I even knew what that meant, I, would, I would work with that. Yes, I would work with Poor that. Poor John. Anyway, so just, I'm, I'm trying to learn this dating scene thing from the outside. You ladies are Wait more. a second. Wait. Jamie says, men just know how to fake it better when we are younger. Oh. Faking their cockiness, that is. I would tend to agree with him. I tend to agree with him. I think, I think so guys So it's all are, a farce, Jamie? Is that what you're saying? Hmm. I think the guys. I think guys really are a lot less um, confident than you would give them credit for. They're pretty good fakers, then. Well, I think they they somewhat have to be. 
one, one of the things in, it talked about, again, in, in men's health is, and this was actually from a woman, said um, if, you're, if you're out somewhere and you want to meet somebody, that uh, don't go up to a large group of women to meet one or don't go up by yourself because one with four is not a is not a match. You need to either meet someone one on one, or maybe a small group of two or three, and try to work up to a similar group of women, and that'll allow you to kind of can kind of kind of make that. So Jamie tells us society makes us yeah. like. This. That's why I'm like, why Jamie? I want to know. <laughs> well, Jamie, pick up the phone and give us a call. Let's talk about this. Six four six six five two two zero seven one. And Fonda says. Men are more cocky in their 20s. Confidence is something different. Women like to be around confidence, not cockiness. Amen. Exactly right, Mama. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that, you know, men, men gain, oh, I think everybody gains confidence via successes um, and, and achievements in their life. And I think uh, guys are definitely that way. And I think uh, that's where our, our lady who wrote the article was trying to make that point before she was ripped Ruggedly by. handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, aren't we more ruggedly <laughs> handsome than we were uh, five years ago? Um, probably, we're definitely more rugged. I was going <laughs> to say that. Definitely rugged. Very rugged for some of us uh, compared <laughs> to others. And you can actually, are, are, are we are we on video today? Uh, do we have that up today? No, no. video, but no. I, I can hook it up in, in no time. Well, I, like you that. know, you know. So I they just, can see our rugged handsome. Yes, we, we <laughs> We are rugged on this side of the microphone. And we ladies are ruggedly beautiful. That's right. As a, <laughs> now, as, as, uh, as we're turning the whole rugged world upside down, yes, they are. But she was saying, you know, a guy gets to that point where he's, he's you know, kind of achieved some things and, um, you know, is kind of feeling his oats a little bit. And now he feels he's like a prize, something. too. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, he's feeling know, rugged. Oops. Now I, I have I have had. <laughs> guys, Poor we're, we're, yeah, we're getting out of here. Hey, hang on. Let me, let me bring a point back. We, we, okay, we've got two hush. minutes for a break. We've got two minutes for a break. Let me Put bring something talk. back, and then we'll then we'll throw. I often know younger women who say they want to be put on a pedestal. They want to be, you know, they want to be. Uh, adored, and they want to be put on the pedestal idea and all that. And I think that um, you know, guys are are taught to do that. You know, we're we're taught to 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 do that for the most part. And 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 my gosh, the the near near startled look on <laughs> Tiffany's face. Tells I think me, I'm missing something again. <laughs> I, 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 well, Tiffany, you got a you've got a minute to tell me what you think on that. Well. I don't know that anyone's ever put me on any pedestal. I certainly didn't notice that. Maybe I'm, I'm not rugged in shorts. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not rugged enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember being on a. I, I was on a pedestal like in a, a relationship in my twenties. The man put me on a that's, pedestal. And that's that's kind of. Where I was like, you know, I was like all that to him, and he adored me. As as I've gotten older and been with men who are older my age, there's no pedestal. And, and, Sorry, Ted, if well, you're no, listening. I, and, and I would agree with that. And I think that uh, I don't feel I'm a pedestal. Well, and and with that idea, uh, her point in the power shift was saying that when guys get to forty, they feel like they're almost on an equal level, as opposed to having to put someone on a pedestal. They can kind of look eye to eye as far as quality. And, and then a lot of them want younger women. 
I'm just saying. We're going to talk <laughs> about that saying. in a minute. <laughs> they don't want rugged. They you, feel good, and now they want a woman much younger. Well, the uh, the run over rugged. This is the John <laughs> Banks show, absolutely under the bus, um, bringing man out of the cave. Guys, you may want to stay in today. Uh, here on the Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. We'll be right back. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you. A reminder every once in a while is good. It is. Uh, the, the, you know, as we 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 are no. you know, proud to be to be here today on the Gina Tremarco <laughs> Network from the Gina Tremarco uh, Martini Meeting Group. If we were only to be that lucky. Number two, sh- number two show last week. Number two show on the network last week. I wonder. Just under the John Banks being number one. Oh, Ooh. you know, and, and now we know why. Because John Banks has a co-host, Gina Tremarco. <laughs> That's why we were number one last week and very I proud. I think it's all, it's all Tiffany. It's very proud. Well, now think, that I'm not a guest anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm a real co-host now. Now, now she's a real Wait, co-host. Jeff, wow. Jeff says on the chat, Gina, putting, <laughs> putting men back into the game. <laughs> Well, I think the uh, the uh, uh, oh, I was about to make a religious reference, and I better not. Um, the the, the uh, maybe need somebody to move the rock out front. Um, anyway, we're back. We're back here. Uh, the John Banks Show, or some show that we're doing that Gina Tamarco stars in. That's what we do know here on the Gina Tamarco Network. But anyway, we're uh, uh, something that. Uh, Something we we were talking about: man on the pedestal, women on the pedestal. Basically, the power shift is that when they get to about forty, then everybody's kind of at an equal level there, and they have to um, uh, communicate so, and and communicates a little difference as you get older. So uh, that that was kind of interesting. Another little interesting tidbit from uh, Men's Health Magazine, which has thousands of tidbits a month, which are very interesting, and some maybe not so interesting. Uh, it said partners who feel grateful for each other's kind actions have stronger bond than those who don't. Mm. So, okay. Interesting. according to a study from the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, gratitude may help remind you of your partner's positive qualities and inspire wow. feelings of connection and bonding. Wow, that's ironic. It's ironic. Shall I tell you why? Gina? It is the Gina Tremarco <laughs> Network, so please, please, in Tremarco land here, I'm sure we'll now, be changing the name soon. I um, I actually just uh, put a list a list together today of things that I'm grateful for about Ted. Wow. That's wow. why it's ironic. That's cool. What I don't know is how did you find time to make it into the show? Given, I'm sure you're still writing. So you taking a break it's, of writing the yes, list? It's a, yes, okay. it's it's a running list. Well, she had uh, she had one thing she was grateful to me for, and that was um, that she got to do the John Banks show because it became the Gina Tremarco show on the Gina <laughs> Tremarco Network. So, um, but that's good. I, I I agree with that. I think you I think you uh, you know are kind, you know relationships are you know tugs up up down up down. Anytime you know somebody does some as trivial as it may be, um, a little gratitude is always mm-hmm. appreciated. And, and if you can't have gratitude towards your spouse or your 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 significant other, you know who are you going to with? So anytime you can build that relationship by being by saying something so simple, why wouldn't you? And I think sometimes, well, we're probably harder on our significant other than we are anyone else. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when really they should get them cut the most slack 
and given the most praise. Yeah. And and the reason why yeah, I made the list is because this is one thing that Ted has communicated with me that I I don't say thank you enough or I don't add a boy enough. And I think especially men like that add a boy. They want that hey, job well done. And so it's something that I'm really consciously trying to be better at. Well, I think it's a good idea, and, and I agree with you. As a guy, um, I, you know, I'm always, and you, you mentioned in uh, one of our early shows and, and tough discussions, preface with positive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that, and I think uh, the, the, the most you can do together to, uh, to, to, to bring each other up. I mean, you got to, again, we brought up at one, one of our, our questions of the week was, you know, are you, are you your, your spouse or significant other's biggest fan? You know, and whatever you can do to make, uh, to, to keep that person's spirits on high, and, and gratitude is, is one of it. And I, very interesting, they, they talk about it helps remind you of the positives that your, that your mm-hmm. significant other provides. And I think we're too often looking at the negatives right. to, to really take in the positives and, and really realize what we have when I think a lot of, we always hear the, you know, you know when people are in trouble, that the grass is greener. You know, and uh, often it turns out not to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we keep the best we can to keep the grass greener in our in our own backyard. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good idea. So I really like that uh, statement by Men's Health, and it was um, uh, giving us guys something we need to do. And I thought I'd share that with the group because I thought it was pretty good. Like um, one one little this this kind of came up this weekend, and I um, with a with a friend, and it's may y'all may find this, and and you may not find this the way I do, but. Why do spouses or significant others have a need to breathe differently when the other is away? And when I, I guess when I say breathe, I mean, you know, sometimes they have a need to let their hair down and go go out with the buds or, or whatever, and 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 do mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, it just seemed like there's this this rush of blah. You know, and um, I do you find people that way? I mean, do you, you know, you had couples that are, are somewhat that way? Yeah, I, and I, I've seen that more amongst men. I've seen that more like, oh, the wife's away this weekend. Oh, I can go out with the guys. I can this. I can that. Which I'm like, oh, is that so bad when the wife is around? Yeah. Well, the the, the question may, and that was my next question, Gene, is, is it, is it that at times those people can't be themselves around their spouse? I, I think it's, and I could be reading into this, I think whether it's men or women, I think without your partner around, it's like you don't know what else to do with yourself. <laughs> Seriously, it's like I think there are some couples who are activities <laughs> like I'm not buying that. <laughs> oh, I can see it on her face. I think in some cases, especially men, it's like, oh, she's not here. What am I going to do with myself? I, well, I think it's just because I think we women tend to put a lot of pressure on our men. And when we're not there to make demands of them. They can be they a can child again. Go out and do whatever they want. And yeah, let's they get can Dustin eat Dustin junk back. food if they want and, you know, do whatever. Dustin, you seem to have some, uh, some sparkle in the eye and on the other side of the glass. Can you give us some comment on that? Um, I would have to agree. I mean, my wife hasn't left to do any away stuff, maybe once or twice. Um, no, I usually stay at home and don't know what to do. See? <laughs> um, so it don't know what to do? Yeah, I mean, well, just because we're, we're the friends that you guys talk about. You know, my wife is my best friend. We do all the other, mm-hmm. all, everything yeah. together, okay? So when she leaves, I feel like I'm lost. I'm like, I don't uh, know what to do. See? 
You know, that's that's, that's the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, if I was in Tennessee, where I'm from, and I had all my friends mm-hmm. around, it might be a little different. But I don't really know that many people down here, so. But I usually just I sit at home and and hope there's something good on TV because I'll be bored to death, I'm sure. Well, the, you know, I think that uh, I think we all want to have some some time to get to go be ourselves, and and a lot of times. Uh, I, I guess you, you cater to what the other needs to do or whatever. And you yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that because I, I do know that, like, if Ted – like, Ted used to golf a lot, and I'm like, yeah, go, go golf. <laughs> I can watch Lifetime TV, well, well, and uh, no one's going to take the remote. Well, I'll tell you, one, one very interesting thing is that uh, we have a, a men's poker group that plays uh, poker every Monday night during the Monday night football season, which is about 16 to 18 weeks. Well, our wives – you know, once that poker season's over, they're going, what in the heck are you guys doing on Monday night? You know, why are y'all here? <laughs> you know, so we, we all like, you know, we all like, uh, you know, like like it to be, you know, to have some of our quiet time. I threw this question actually out on my group on the Here Women Talk social network, which I guys would love you guys to sign up for because I'll throw some things out and it gets me a little fodder to work with here on the show. And um, one of one of our, our nice replies in the group said, my husband is often away, and during these times, I enjoy exploring the world on my own and sharing the discoveries with him when he returns. This makes our time together more full mm-hmm. and interesting and probably makes me more interesting to him. Well, and I think uh, uh, another part of it, too, is, you know, you, you're you not going to want to do the same activities. Like, for instance, yeah. my beau, he doesn't want to go shopping with me. And so if I bring him shopping with me, I'm just torturing myself because... Mm-hmm. You know, I feel not that he ever rushes me or says hurry up or anything, but I feel guilty because I feel like, oh, he's bored stiff, and here I am making him do this, and I just feel bad. So, to go away and you know go shop by myself is much more enjoyable. Well, my my wife feels the same way. She hates to take me shopping, and I'm very okay with that. Right, believe me. See, and I like going to the movies, and Ted's not a movie person. I specifically wanted to see Eat 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 Pray Love. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, do you mind? I'm going to go see this movie tonight by myself. I'm like, you're welcome to come, but I know you don't want to. He's like, yeah, go. Yeah. Well, I think you, and I think you need to be, our, me and my wife often, you know, go in different directions. And, um, and, and again, I, I, I guess I brought this up because where it is, it, it seems to be that some, it just, when, when the other spouse is out of town, they do that. Where, I, you know, I take the opportunity to do it. Anytime, and, and, and just like you did, I, you know, I just say, hey, I, I want to do this. Like, is it good? And, and rarely is my wife going to say, no, don't go do that. And if she does, it's for a reason that mm-hmm. there's something else is on the plate and all that. So um, very blessed in that way, and I think it's it's really good if you can have that kind of uh, relationship. But just kind of interesting. I, I just noticed that uh, some of the guys seem to uh, need to almost go nuts during during Some guys time. do. Yeah. Like almost out of control, like get himself in, in trouble. I've seen guys. <laughs> I've seen guys get in trouble because the wife is away. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I guess my my thought and bring that up, and the, and the hope for everyone is that that you know you're comfortable enough with your spouse to if it's something you want to do that you know they don't want to do that you're comfortable enough to say, honey, hey, you know, I'm going out to do this. We're we're going, and and I hope the spouse is like, sure, honey, go. You know, I don't I don't really care about that. Go ahead. You know, go go enjoy yourself. You know, within reason, and uh, I think women's night out is is very good. Uh, guys, guys, the same way. I think you've got to have that trust, and that the other is going to be an adult and act like they should and love like they should. And I think again, that goes to my big theory of thirty eight special. 
hold on loosely, mm-hmm. but don't let go. So that's um, that's one of the things. We've got about a minute here left. Anything, ladies, on your plate? No, I just wanted to, uh, since we're talking about bringing men out of the cave, we do have an all-guys show this Thursday in Uptown called The Y Chromosome, mm. as in W-H-Y, like Y. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all-male improv comedy show in Uptown at 730 in Myrtle Beach. Um, and we just had an all-female show this past Thursday to a sold-out house of moms taking a night out, cool. which was really, really, really cool. That sounds good. Sounds like a lot of fun. Guys, we've had a lot of fun. I'm actually going to be on vacation the next <gasps> couple of weeks, but we're going to try to work out a way to make this it's happen. It's going to be the Gina Tamarco show. Oh, well, of course. Why not? You know, why not? Really, <laughs> it is I, anyway. Am I invited, Gina? Uh, yes. I, I will talk about John I, behind his back. I was about to say, with me not being here, what does it really matter? Because <laughs> am I anyway? Guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been a great day on the John Banks Show, bringing men out of the cave. And thank God for the Gina Tamarco Network and the Zeus Radio Network for them co-hosting. <laughs> and uh, here at WomenTalk.com. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.